Happy Take It Off Tuesday. It's your semi-stylish host, Aunt Archie. This is being recorded on a Monday, so give us some time to recoup from the weekend. This past weekend was Easter. Happy belated birthday to God and Mark Jacobs. We have a very special guest here with us today. Founder of Combat Boots to Boardroom. Please give it up for Miss Lynetta Smith. Hey, y'all. Hi, Miss Lynetta. How's it going? It's so good to have you here. I'm super excited to be here with your listening audience. And Combat Boots to Boardroom. I love the name. Who came up with that? So I did um, as a military spouse for 20 years. Um, in the last uh, three years of my husband's career, we knew that his combat boots were going to come off and be mm. him integrate into someone's boardroom, whether it was a blue collar boardroom business or a white collar boardroom type of business. Everybody will transition to some type of boardroom, either even if you're a self-starter entrepreneur. So I thought... Once you stay in the military, you can do 20 years, you can retire, kick your feet up, sit on your porch, drink a beer. Some do. Some do. Some do. Okay. Yep. And so that was my husband's journey for a year and then he got super duper bored. (laughs) As most of us would. We experienced that in COVID. Yeah. And he wrote a novel. The first year, um, we had a he had a dream from like fourth grade, and he didn't birth it out till he was forty one. He wrote a book called um, Nineteen Eighty Nine: What Happens When a Killer Returns from Revenge. My husband has like a criminal justice background, as also um, he was the crime analyst supervisor for the city of Savannah Police Department. Oh, we have a lot of crime. We got a lot of crime. <laughs> okay. So we we always tell people it's like fictional, but it's like maybe <laughs> some truth in that. So you know, we thought that hey, listen, we set ourselves up we were good and then he got bored and then we started seeing like hey this transitioning thing to uh civilian is it's a little tough mm-hmm. when this has been your whole entire life since you were 17 18 he was like an early entry type person so he was fresh he was fresh that's all he knew was this and so you're trying to change your paradigm and shift it to something else so after seeing that year, he write the book kind of like, what do I do now? Who am I? What's my identity? Mm. We were like, you know what? We want to own something and we want to help other people to own businesses in the community, but also help them to transition into a scary space, right? And yes. let them know that they can jump and they don't have to have it all figured out. And it's okay. But two, we also build in a network in a community with other veteran um, families and just giving everybody the courage to go out there and live their best dreams. And um, no matter um, if they don't have it all figured out, it's because not every entrepreneur does, but also to position yourself with other people who can help you and mentor you. That is very true. And when he was shifting into this new identity, you were, were you also shifting? Because you were, you weren't? No, I was like, oh, I believe I had been like, I was in the prime of my career um, because I was, I'm a budget officer right now in the federal government, have been for almost 18 years. So you're talking about he transitioned 2018. So I was like living my best life. Okay. Yeah, I was great. <laughs> he wasn't though. Because <laughs> military spouses, they often move and pick up and go, and so their spouse's career oftentimes is like 
a huge part of their own identity. True. So I will say I'm not your typical spouse, right? Okay. And so I always went into every duty station with a game plan. Um, And I knew we would be there like maybe two, three years, something like that. And so I was like, every play, every time we go somewhere, I need to grow professionally and pick up another rank, right? A different position. So as he was growing in his rank, so was I, right? So it wasn't just like him alone. You guys are really experiencing this business growth together together right so we, because in my mindset of being a budget officer and a budget analyst i knew understood finances right and i knew that two reasons why people don't succeed is because of infidelity and money right mm. and so as a spouse i had friends that did not they put their careers on the back burner raise their kids all that stuff like mm-hmm. that my kids were getting raised with us right so we started later in life we went to college my husband and i together and then we were like you know what we had been married eight years like we better have these kids that everybody's talking about right <laughs> so- it looks good i've read the reviews yeah they really <laughs> we probably need this right so we started later And then our kids started to like grow in the journey with us and then just started to be able to teach them how to serve in their community. Every Mm -hmm. time we went somewhere, we just would just pick up and be in the community. And then when we planted roots and we were like, we're done, we're retiring this whole nonprofit and just kind of fell into our lap because it was a untapped market where we felt like in our community, we needed to build a table as well as always just asking people to sit at their table. Mm. And you guys, once he was done with his career, you guys came to Savannah. Are you guys from Savannah? Nope, nope. So my husband's from a little town called Culloden. It's on the other side of Macon. I'm from okay. Fayetteville, North Carolina. and But we were stationed here before. So we had traveled everywhere. We've lived to so many different places. We were just so... Um, that's one thing the military afforded us the opportunity to do, but we could never find anyone at a place like here. This, so we were like, you know what? We're going to put some roots here. We're going to be here. And we came back. We moved back here. And we've been back since 2017. Me and the girls came first. We have two girls, Nicole and Blythe. Um, Nicole is 14. Blythe is 7. And then he came 2018 after he retired. And we've been here ever since. And you love it here. Love it. You guys are going to stay. We're staying. We're That's here. That's the game plan. The game plan Not here. changing anything. Nope. We're here and we're ready to just continue to grow and plant roots in our community because that's part of our nonprofit says that we plant seeds in the community and watch them grow. I love that. And one of the things that you mentioned is planting seeds, growing in the community, having a game plan. So I want to play a fun game with you so the listener can learn a little bit more about you. Okay. 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 This is called Love It or Leave It. We're going to do Veterans Edition. Oh. Okay. And you can say why for each one. Okay. Okay. First one. Military Blazers. Love it, leave it. I'm a blazer snob. Okay. So I will love it. You will love it. I will. Okay. This next one, camouflage hats. Leave it. Leave it. Leave it. Because you're from, you guys are from the South. Yes. So I imagine camouflage hats are nothing new to you guys. They're not, but I'd rather have some camouflage overalls. Okay. Uh, Pink. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> you know what? I'm so happy you said that because this next one is colorful camouflage. Oh, yeah. Love yes. it. Yes. Love like it. The pinks, yes, the oranges. oranges. Love it. Dress them up with boots or heels. Oh, that is so southern of you. Yes, yes. Okay, this next one, army jackets. Love it. Me too. Love it. And, and there was this weird trend. I think it was in the mid-2000s. Everyone I knew had an olive-colored jacket. Absolutely. I, it was like we were all in sync. I don't know Dress what was going on. Dress it up with a fur. Yes. 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 Yeah. I don't know what was going on. Everyone was wearing that. That was me too. <laughs> this next one i feel like i know the answer but i'm gonna ask anyways combat boots oh yes yes we love combat boots we do they're very timeless they are you know <laughs> they always circle right back around and then this last one i'm just the messenger oh wow okay they said that the marines is considered the most stylish branch do we love that statement? And uh, by the way, I don't know which branch her family came from. So I'm not being biased. So I will answer that we are army branch. Oh. But we were stationed in Okinawa, Japan, which is a heavy marine um, uh, base. Yes. And so when I say they have the best dress uniform, that is a love it. Oh, my God. Okay, she is being very open-minded. Yes, not yes. biased at all. Nope, no, it's true. It's very factual. And over time, too, I just love the colors. I remember once I actually applied to be in the Marines. Oh. I knew nothing. I was a fool. Oh, my and <laughs> I just, I saw that. I Nobody in my family is in the Army or the military, anything. I didn't know anyone. But I just saw this man, and he had on the nice outfit. He said, do you want to be in the Marines? And I was like... No, I just want your jacket. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll shout out our um, at Hunter Army Airfield. There is a Marine base there, and our nonprofit for the last four years has partnered with them for Toys for Tots program to be able to distribute toys to our uh, youth in the community. So shout out to the Marine Corps. Shout out to them. Yeah. I. So I w I went in. I took the test. My mother called me. I my I told my cousin. And she called me and she was like, what are you doing? And I was like, mom, don't worry. The outfits are great. Like, it's, they the said they'll, are it's great. Like they'll pay for school. And she was like, you need to come home now. I'm not going to repeat myself. And you know when a black mom says, I'm not going to repeat myself. You got to come home, That's, girl. I only need to hear it one and time. And those streetlights That's beyond. it. That's it. And I told the man, I said, I'm sorry. I can't, like, you know, I can't really, you know, we can't talk too much. No, <laughs> I got to go home. I got to go home. And he said... He's like, you know, you're 18 now. You know, you can make any decision for yourself. And I said, you never met my mom. No, and, and it's just, I'm so grateful that you listened because out of all of my siblings, I am the one that never went in the military. Really? I have three sisters. They all served two army, one Navy. And I knew that my role was to serve on this other side mm -hmm. um, and to be now a Department of Defense employee for the, almost the last 19 years. That's how I serve. That was you knew that from the early age. See, we she was a wise one. Yeah, girl, I got put I out of uh, ROTC, so I'm like, I have to shine these shoes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you don't have somebody else. Yeah, somebody else can't do this for me. 
<laughs> so I was like, yeah, you know what? I need to serve a different capacity. <laughs> this isn't for me. But you are serving a different capacity now. You have a tea party coming up. Oh, we do. The women's tea party. Please tell me more about it. It's a women's empowerment tea party. It, what is the theme? Because it sounds very British when I think of tea party. Very posh. So it's also very Southern, right? Yes. So very Southern. And how Southern can we be to be in Savannah, Georgia? That's very right. Nice. So we started this Women's Empowerment Tea Party as our uh, Purple Up Military, Month of Military Child Appreciation event. Mm. That, And this is the second year because the first year we raised resources to be able to give a military child a scholarship to wow. go to college, that, whether that's a certification, a two-year uh, cert, um, certificate or degree, or a four-year. We wanted to continue to plant these seeds, to be rooted in our community, and also help someone else to go to college. My grandfather is a World War II veteran, and our scholarship is named after him. So we decided, like, how will we continue to be able to get resources to be able to do this? So we started the Tea Party to also be able to partner with other female women uh, leaders in the community that have amazing stories that you might see them polished today. But yesterday, you don't know what their story was. You don't know what it took took to get them. Yeah. So also to be able to empower other people that say like you know i can't do this because look at her she's so pretty you know everything's together she has the best family she has the best car she has the best career she has everything but you didn't know that she was an unwed mom at 15 years old mm. you didn't understand how maybe real estate changed her life or being a mortgage loan officer changed her life or being a ceo changed her life so these are some of the women that were on our panel last year um and so this year we tried to go a little bit different and we're adding a fashion show piece to it but it's still empowering because we have an up-and-coming uh designer here in savannah um Donyete. and she is the winner of the 2022 score uh savannah biz pitch competition yes, at, yes. so we were like hey listen our core is always the theme is to empower women right mm-hmm. that is the theme of this tea party and so it was like you know what how else can we do this we have our savannah own someone here locally that has a ready to wear line for women in the workforce as well as a custom couture line for women who go to these galas and go to these balls who have to go to these functions and also to empower other people coming straight out of SCAD. She's a SCAD graduate right here in our backyard. So why not give her a platform so that way too, that she can also meet and reach another customer that maybe doesn't know anything about her. And just through this fashion show that will be held on the 22nd of April at the mansion on Forsyth right here in Savannah, Georgia. I love how you're giving her this opportunity to really showcase her artwork as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. That is so amazing. And this is your second year. Yeah. So a lot of times people think that you have to dim someone else's light for yours to shine bright. But mm. I've also made sure that that isn't the case with myself or our organization as well as our girls because too i don't need to dim mine for yours to shine there's so much room for everybody to win so there is and (laughs) i i have interviewed a lot of people who have had fashion shows in savannah and they have said their favorite part of the fashion show was after uh, during the happy hour because putting it together (laughs) this wasn't for the faint of heart 
Now, you did it last year. This is your second year. What was the biggest lesson that you learned from doing it the first time? So we didn't do the fashion show. Okay. This, so, but we did the tea party, party, right? And so the biggest lessons I learned with that, too, is to continue to empower other people on the panel to tell their mm. story. Because after that tea party last year, there was a um, real estate broker, local real estate broker, who Top 10 was ranking it. He was doing amazing. She was selling houses after houses after houses, ranking the number one in her field. And you would look at her and think she had everything together. Her story that came out of there, there was not a dry eye in there. When she was a 16-year-old out-of-wedlock mother, father on heroin, looked like she shouldn't have survived, and is a multimillionaire today. And also at that same very tea party, added a female that was there that had just began her real estate career and was with another broker that things weren't going that well, who also was a single uh, unwed mom at 15, 16 years old, and now changed that lady's life because she sold one house before she met this lady. And now she's sold almost 20 houses within one year and the tea party hasn't even happened. So that tea party changed that lady's financial trajectory from just being in the room and she's gonna remember that and they will be there both of them this year oh my god okay so i'm not i'm gonna go i'm not wearing my fake eyelashes (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to cry how did you and your well i know it's for women but your husband is the co-founder how did you two come up with this concept? What inspired you guys? Was it one thing? Was it from talking to different people? And we, we saw, though, just him and I talking together. I have a uh, an amazing partner who allows me to dream so big right and 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 i will tell anyone like you know never settle when you're with your picking your partner your partner's picking you um and it's it's important that you guys are equally yoked together so when ever either one of us come up with ideas and it might look like it's to isolate one person he knew that there was a niche for that and a demographic that it was needed Right. So, too, he's kind of he'll be there like he's like the 360 guy putting on. He's kind of like muscle man. Right. In the the background. background, In the background. Yes, he's pulling (laughs) weight. I tell him. But he knew that um, I had a story. But also the friends and the partners that I had started to work with in the community, they had stories, but we didn't have a platform to tell it mm-hmm. and also to be able to raise these resources to also give back, which is so important for local businesses to partner with nonprofits, not just ours, but to other ones to help them to be able to get their mission and vision heavy in the community to be impactful. Right? So this too, he knew that I'm a Southern bell at heart. I'm from North Carolina. Oh, we hear the accent. Yes, we yes, know yes. So we a know good it. tea party <laughs> and a good dress up is right down my alley. Right? <laughs> So he knows it's like, I'm not your girl outside playing in the books. Uh, I'm like, listen, I could put me a fascinator hat on. And I had a um, 
I had a um, godmother who never could have children, but she would dress me up in her fur, oh. her fur hats, like, sorry, Peter people, you know, you know, so, <laughs> so, faux fur, right? Oh, faux fur. You're not going to get us canceled today. No, we're, we're not canceled. <laughs> we are doing something big for the community. Okay. Yes. So she always um, would show me like excellence. And so too, I feel like the tea party came about too, so we could show the youth who also come and dress up as well. Etiquette. I love that. Yes. They have some club that does that in the South Edge. I went to school in D.C. Like Jack and Jill. Yes, Jack and Jill. Yes, absolutely. We didn't have that. Yeah. And so when I heard about that, and I heard it was predominantly African-Americans who were in that, and I was like, why nobody ain't tell me? Yeah. I didn't get the memo, and I heard, but it's huge in the South. Yes. Do, were you in it growing up? No, I have friends who have are in chapters okay. um, in North Carolina, and my cousin is in a chapter with her daughter in North Carolina. So I always thought, too, like, you know, sometimes people are always giving our up-and-coming generation a hard time, mm-hmm. but if we don't prepare them, shame on us. Exactly. Right? So, too... Teaching them how to be able to go into rooms and that they're not intimidated by because it's not the first time they've put a dress on. That's not the first time they've had to eat with good silverware in China and also be still. Okay. And be seen sometimes um, and not always heard. But sometimes too, it's just like, you know what? I was like, I want my girls to be prepared because, you know, life is short and I don't know what their career is going to take them, but I want them to be able to have a mom and a dad that understood the importance of preparing them for all different types of rooms. And I love that because sometimes we'll get in these rooms and you notice the people who are in it who don't make themselves small. They know I'm in this room and I got it. I got it. And there's nothing anybody in here can do or say or wear to make me feel less than. Because they're comfortable. Exactly. Right? And they're prepared. For who, right? they, for who they are, for any circumstance. And there's kind of this trend going on online. Like they're saying they're so tired of these like black struggle stories within our own community. And Michelle Obama, she came out with the book. And her book, people were saying, like, she talked really highly of her parents and how they raised her. And people were saying, I loved this because I felt like we, we've played that role too much. Yes. And I'm ready for the new chapter. That's I'm right. ready for the new generation. I don't want them to go through what I went through. Yeah, and it doesn't take a bunch of money. It right? doesn't. It takes a bunch of people working together. It takes a village. A village, to right? To really do it. Yeah, and that's where people think that I didn't grow up with the silver spoon. You don't have to. No. You don't have to grow up with the silver spoon to use a silver spoon. Mm. Please say that one more time. Yes. yes. You do not have to grow up with the silver spoon to be able to utilize the silver spoon. Right. And also know where its place is. Yes. And I know that we can take away so much from this. I can't wait to take pictures at this event and post it yes. and everything beforehand. But what is one thing if they have not purchased their ticket yet? What is one thing they, they can take away from attending this event? I think the networking. Mm. Right. Um, they, they, they will be able to achieve, like I said, one of our proudest moments, you know, to me that I walked away with last year is to see how this one person who showed up life has changed within one year 
not only has their their life changed, their family's life changed, is also connecting with someone else who had a story that was like theirs. But if you would see this person on the outside, they don't look like what they've been through. You wouldn't know. You would not know. And I think some people really hide their scars well. They do. And this time, this was for us to unmask. This is a safe environment, which is why it is predominantly females, right? And we have a lot of things. We'll be back for our gala. We have a gala in November, so we'll be back to talk about that. She will be. I'm holding her to it. Yes, we'll be back (laughs) to talk about that where we have the guys come and everybody else. But this one is a safe space. Just for the ladies. Yes, because when you're being vulnerable to go deep to an area that has some type of trauma, you have to be in a safe space to be able to share your story and be very transparent. So I think that if you're there, you'll walk away with that as well as somebody else that could possibly be your mentor. I'm so excited for this event, y'all. You don't even understand. Now, we know there's going to be a fashion show. We know it's a tea party. What is the attire? So the attire is, I will say, like Southern chic. Okay. Um, so nice, like a, a a good dress, a nice cute pantsuit, you mm. know, very nice fascinator hat. Um, I was so, thinking yes, about a fascinator high. So, okay. Absolutely a fascinator hat. We have a competition. Whoever has the best hat usually wins something. <gasps> yes, we no, are I in the South. Good, you know, I love a good competition. Yes. See, bring your hat game. See, when I was first reading this, I said, okay, it's veterans. So maybe this is going to be camouflage, army boots, or. No. Or it's going to be the, the British hats. The we, big Yes. Hats. Yes. Almost kind of like a contestant. Turkey Derby kind of thing. Those are very fly. Yes. Everyone is, I'm excited. Yes. It's going to be fun. And that's why I said like these crowds, this is a different venue than our gala, right? Gala, Mm -hmm. we're so, it's much bigger. This is an intimate setting. And this is going to be at the mansion on yeah. Foresight. Yes. And no. the gala, where do you guys normally host that? So last year we had the gala at the Cohen's Retreat here in Savannah. Okay, beautiful um, place. Beautiful. They had just finished remodeling. It was amazing. So we are still looking for a venue this year for our gala. We have it in November to honor in the month of Veterans Day uh, month. month. And so um, that never changes. Usually around like the 18th, but we haven't locked that date in. So we're right after we finish the tea party, we'll start going into planning that yes and and for the tea party you have one designer for it yes but we might have a special 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 secret so we are really only releasing one designer name right now but if you have to be there okay so it might be something that you will not expect so you have to be there see she's not even telling me so I, I really don't know. Yeah, this, this is about for the there. show. You really do have to attend. So if if it goes well, all according to plan, yes. will you guys do the fashion portion next year? Yes. Yeah. And this is what we we wanted to do that. We needed to make sure that um, we had the right designer. Yes. To do it, to have the fashion, to be able to get the models, to be able to have the space mm-hmm. that could do it all justice, right? And do it at the level that we wanted to make sure that the, the items could be showcased properly. And are you guys still expect, um, not expecting, 
still needing sponsors or still needing models or still needing vendors like what can the listener do to support you so the listener can go to our website uh number 2 tbcom which is combat boots to the boardroom um and purchase tickets as well as sponsorship opportunities are still available you heard that here and even if you didn't hear it here you'll see it on my instagram you'll see it on wruu's instagram you'll see it on our facebook on our twitter yes you can't tell me you didn't see this you saw this yes you You want to be there because also if you're in this community and you're on the fence of maybe having a career change Mm -hmm. we also have an author that will who has an amazing story um who will be on the panel as well so in between the fashion show too we will pivot to make sure that we have uh guest speakers that will be also empowering you and speaking into the women that are there that day and you don't want to miss that as well do you have a favorite part of putting this together because when it i'm telling you when you have to put it together these events it's a lot of parts my favorite part is one i can see the women that were empowered and impacted the after the after effect. The after effect. So it's only, yeah. The stories, um, the connections. You know that maybe I might have had a connection with someone, but because they were in the room, they made their own separate relationship. And then to see them thrive after that, oh, there's nothing, nothing, nothing better than that. I love that. Yeah. So if you were listening to this, please go support my good sis. Yay. You have to check her out. And lastly, before I let you go, do you have a fashion tip that you kind of live by? Be bold. Be bold. And fierce. And And not afraid of color. And not afraid of color. And she is, when I say a true Southern girl, like, she brought in the camo today with the nice gold chain, silver chain. She's really living her truth in this. And I love this. Thank you so much for having me. This has been so fun, you guys. I hope you guys come out. And if not, just visit our website. We are based, we have a headquarters in Richmond Hill, um, Georgia, 10104 Ford Avenue, suite number five. Um, And we'd love for you to just stop by, talk to us. Um, We do appointments only right now, as well as um, making sure that you know that you follow us on social media platforms combat boots the number two the boardroom.com and we're on facebook instagram twitter all that stuff miss lynetta smith thank Yay. you thank you so much that's what's out that's what's in see you next week on next week's trend follow me at take it off show and i'll see you next tuesday at 5 p.m <laughs>